A podcast network. Hey there, I'm Kendall Winter, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. To Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana, on January 24th, 2019, with our musical guest, Caroline Keys. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Caroline. Hi, Andras. Thanks so much. And who's with you here? You, you're, jo- you're not here all by yourself. You have... A, an experienced sideman, traveling companion with you. Who is that? Who's with us? This is Gibson Hartwell playing pedal steel tonight. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Gibson. Thank you. And, yeah, you can lean into the mic. Say, say, say thank you so we can hear you. Thank you. There you go. And you're going to be providing the... This is, well, this is my first day in Missoula. We're going to be recording three episodes here with uh, several different guests. This whole thing has been in part... The curation of it has been a collaboration with my good friend Chris Sand, Sandman the Rapping Cowboy. He's going to be joining us to ask the first question after my question, so the next session. And it's pretty cool being here, and it's great to get to know you. I'm getting, looking forward to getting to know you and all your friends. You're going to have six of your friends and collaborators and neighbors joining us to ask their questions throughout the course of this episode, right? Right. I, I can't wait to see what happens. And you have eight songs on the board as our oracle fodder. Would you mind playing a little bit of some music while I read the song titles? Yeah, you want to play I Got Nothing Better just instrumentally? Sure. So, one, two, 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 three. Song number one, Fort Benton. Song number two, Two Story House. Song number three, Woman of the Woods. Song number four, Nothing Better. Song number five, Tune for Tea. Song number six, Mean to Stay. Song number seven, Midnight Summer Jam. And song number eight, A Grainy Taste. Those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations in the course of the show. Looking forward to hearing all of them. Gosh, that sounds beautiful. I am a, I, I, I'm a big fan of the pedal steel. 
It makes everything wow. sound so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a beautiful instrument. It's, it's all I want to do, really. It played so well. Play <laughs> so, uh, so now, uh, like I said, we're going to have six questions from your guests and friends. And the last question of the show is going to come from you. You've written it down. And now, the, mo the point in the show when all the paper fetishists clutch their earphones a little bit closer. <laughs> Here's the question. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, yeah. That's going to be revealed at the end. That's going to be answered by the last song on the board. They got some good sound and paper here at Black National Recording Studios. That's, I don't know what that is. That's like has a little bit of, I don't know, you can kind of feel that's a little bit, I don't know, soft and Me supple. A little meaty. Yeah, soft and meaty. That's how you like your paper. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of soft and meaty, it's time for my question. I don't know how that's a segue, but... Uh, I have a question. I, I always start up the show off by asking my question, and which sort of is a way to demonstrate how this all works. Uh, there's something. There's a couple of interesting things or exciting things about this particular moment. First of all, this is my first time doing Radio Eight Ball in Missoula. This, when it comes out on, I believe March 30th, this episode, it'll be the first of a new series of eight, and it's just so. There's a lot of, and it's going to be the first. We'll have, a, we'll have run a uh, best of episode, but this is going to be the first new episode of the spring of 2019. Mm. So that all feels really exciting. And being that this is uh, my first time, I've I used to have a band. I used to tour around the country and we played in Missoula. Oh. Uh, was there a place called Jay's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good old club. It's gone now. Yeah, yeah. We had some crazy times at Jay's. What was the name of your band? Mr. Jones and the Previous. And then the previous, and then just me. And then so, just pre. Yeah, just Andras. <laughs> so, uh, and so, but this is my first time doing Radio 8 Ball in Missoula. And so it has me thinking about first impressions. And I'm someone who tends to make a first impression. Not always great. Sometimes my first impression with someone, they just decide they don't like me, and there's nothing I can do to change it. It happens. That happens. <laughs> you know, some people, you know, feel like they get ignored when they walk into a room. I don't usually like sometimes I wish I was. And sometimes I, I feel I definitely feel uncomfortable or shy walking into a room. But usually I, afterwards, when I hear about it, people are like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> and good or bad. So sometimes and some people have a really great first impression. And then they have a big letdown when they realize that I'm not all that. And so there's the disappointment with those. And then there are some people who, whatever, I make a good impression and they go through that whole cycle and they stick with me and then they become my friends. Those are, my, those are the people who are my friends. And I'd like to, I'd like to be friends with Missoula. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what I asked my friend Chris when I said I want to come to Missoula. He said you would come and do a show at the theater that he manages or he works at oh, yeah. called the, the, the Roxy. Yes. And I was like, eh, I've done live shows with Radio 8 Bob before. And unless everyone knows what's up, there's a little of a bit of a bait and switch quality because hmm. we promote it as an entertainment thing. But when they get in the room, as you'll see, it's kind of sacred and it, we can get into some pretty deep territory. And if someone just comes in and writes down a goofy question, ha ha ha, and then finds himself on stage... I just didn't like the feeling that I was baiting and switching people. I had people like you could tell that they were having relationship issues in the middle of it because mm -hmm. someone asked a question and their partner's there. And then they just didn't know that they were in for that. Mm -hmm. And so 
I want to was like, okay, well, this would be a great way to come record a bunch of shows, a bunch of episodes here and teach the format to oh. the, the city. And then maybe we could do something together that goes a little bit deeper the next time I do something live. And so, hmm. so I want to make a really good impression. Cool. Uh, and at the same time, the thing about Radio 8 Ball is you got to, I encourage ask, I, I encourage everyone to ask a real question. Mm. But for myself, I always try and ask a question that is in some way dangerous or embarrassing for me. I want to <laughs> clear enough psychic space so that other people can come in and feel like, well, at least it wasn't as bad as what he did. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, or not this bad, but, you know, just that's part of the role of being a host is to ask, you know, a difficult question. And also to follow synchronicities. Synchronicities tend to lead you to the place where there's some psychic denial or something you maybe don't want to lock, look at or maybe you don't want to talk about outside of a counseling session or something. And there's a big synchronicity going on this week. And he's not in the studio yet, but when he comes in, I want to talk with my friend Sandman about this. Because this week, Sandman's name is in the news have you been following? No. No. What's happening? Well, it's not our Sandman. Oh. That the the kid, the Catholic school kid wearing oh. the Maga hat, who was making the smirking face at the Native American elder on the Capitol Mall right. this last week. And by the time this comes out, this whole controversy, maybe you won't even remember it because there'll be a whole new wave of controversies. Mm-hmm. But if I was looking at the news and seeing that Andras... <laughs> was wearing a Maga hat and picking on a native... This kid's name was Nick Sandman. So it's Sandman and... Ra- like, you do a search wow. for Sandman and racism and Sandman and... Whoa. And it's like, wait a second, this guy's stepping all over my friend's brand. Uh. <laughs> and... And I, I guess... Again, we'll talk about when he comes in the studio, but usually... Uh, in our relationship, I'm the person whose name is being trashed about in the world. And Sandman's like the ni- my nice friend who's standing next to me being the one person who's like, no, no, he's a good guy. Why are you, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, this guy? I don't, know what, I don't know why you're all, you know, that first impression, you just got it wrong. Or you don't have, why are you disappointed in him? He's just, you know, just because of your projections, whatever. Huh. So while, of course, what I really want to ask about is all kinds of things about Missoula, the thing that's present for me is how can I basically be that friend for Chris in this time when his name is being, Mm. it's not even his name, but it is his name. How many Sandmans are there out there? Mm. Right. And I've been singing about, I've been singing about Sandman, Sandman, putting them out there for years. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. You know, we put out, we put out records together. We toured together. Mm. And now he's wrapped up in this whole Trumpian madness (laughs) without doing anything. So my so and and maybe by bringing it up, see this thing. It's like this synchronicity was like I'd rather not talk about this. Mm. But I'm going to do a show with Sandman, and his name's in the news, and it's about the complete opposite of everything that he stands for. So mm. some people might just ignore it and just say and hope it blows over. But that's not me. Mm. If I see a synchronicity, I got to go ding 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 ding. Mm. What do we have to learn from this? Maybe that's the question. What do we have to learn? But that's maybe that's his question. My question mm. is. How can I be the f- person that I am with my synchronicity sense going ding, 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 ding off and at the same time still like be um, not even at the same time ha- have that be a part of my being an ally and a support and a good friend for for my friend who, who uh, 
Well, maybe he's not even aware of it. We'll find out when it comes in the show. But I've been hearing about it all week, and I've just been thinking, well, that's got to be weird. You know, I once had a, I'll get to my question. I, I had my band was the, mm-hmm. the previous. We had a song called Corduroy it, you know, on this, the record that we'd put all, like our fourth record that we put all of our energy into. And the week before it came out, comes out, Pearl Jam oh, comes out with a song called Corduroy. <laughs> oh. And we're from the Northwest. Oh. And it was, I guess, it, as I was watching his name showing up in the news, I was thinking, you know, it's different, but it feels kind of the same. Like, you don't have any control over that. And that just kind of, you know, it can kind of just, like, kick the legs out from under you, right? When you think you're, you know, you got your brand all set. You know, mm-hmm. someone else comes in and just throws a big red maga hat and some corduroy pants over it. Anyway, we got my question there. My question is, how can I balance this ding, ding, ding urge to focus on the synchronicity and the desire to be, uh, you know, to be an ally to my friend who brought me here, and also, I hope, to make a good impression. So, now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to spin, you ready? The Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 we love Song number two, two-story house. Ooh, already getting synchronistic ideas. He was a two-story house. He isn't hers. Behind closed doors, no one knows what occurs. You gotta, he said this, yeah, well, she did that. It's hard to tell in a two-story house. Gibson Hartwell. Shows her the birdhouse and she starts to purr. Let's go upstairs. 
stairs and shut the bedroom door and pretty soon it was a three-story house. And that was two-story house. I didn't interrupt you though. You weren't that wasn't just like this dramatic break, right? No, that was... right, that's really the end. <laughs> okay, that was really two-story house. The answer to my question about hmm. in the context of making a first impression and then addressing the reality of the sink that I'm I'm experiencing, how can I balance that urge to like point those things out with also being a you know a good friend and ally to my friend who's been with me when I've been the tar- when I've been wrapped up and embroiled in controversies that maybe felt. Well, they, they were similar when I looked at this. So, so, uh, so I have some ideas, and of course, he's going to be the next guest on. So we'll, we'll get to talk with him about this. But can you tell us a little about about the background of that song before I get into the interpretation? Oh, yeah. Oh, and if you have um, any ideas about how it might relate, well, feel free. I have some ideas about how it might relate. Um, I mean, the song is about people trying. Like people living together and things are hard and they're not understanding each other and there's one person has one story and the other person has another story, but also there are levels in a house. And in fact, I tried to put in that song, I tried to put, um, have something happen in the basement, have something happen on the first floor and have something happen on the second floor of the house. Um, And it probably more so than any song I've written, it kind of is wrapped up neatly in a bow. Like it's, uh, they, he, she's not understanding why he's just always down in the basement messing around with saws and hammers. And it turns out he's building her a gift and like, it's sort of gift of the magi yeah, yeah, uh, like... thing going on. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's a song, uh, yeah, it's a song that, that has a happy ending for once. <laughs> Well, that's good. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's positive. Yeah, you know, I guess I. So I encourage everyone when they ask these questions to really like to uh, to personalize them. So mm-hmm. like the answer mm-hmm. is always for you. So uh-huh. I I was thinking about how the conflicting states of mind that I live in doing this show, like paying attention to synchronicity every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you can just tell it makes you sound like like a crazy person sometimes. Like you're super inspired and excited about something that you can't quite put your. It's like trying to describe a dream to someone. Like you're right. really excited about it, and someone else might be listening to this and be like, "Why are you even telling me about right. this? It's first a little bit too intimate, and I don't understand it." And but yeah, it's like trying to stare at the trying to look at the Pleiades constellation right, right in the eye. You can't see it unless you're kind of looking away. Really, I've never tried. Yeah. I have to. I have to. You know, yeah. <laughs> big sky country. Got to try that out. Right? Well, you know, this is this is some Montana wisdom yeah. I'm getting. So I guess I, yeah, I was thinking about how just how everything. So I'm asking a multi-layered question. Mm-hmm. Like on the one hand, there's this sort of just personal, like a basement question, which is like, hey, how do I, like, am I gonna? People, are people going to like me here? Am I going to survive here? Is this going to be a safe place for me? Is it going to be a happy place? Will I, you know, just like survival kind of stuff. And then there's another level, which is this sort of like that synchronistic sense that's sort of like maybe more like, I feel like it's more of a heart kind of, it's like it is a heart, it's a mind thing, but it's a heart-mind connection. Like something mm-hmm. happens and it's just like something's going on and it, I can feel like the electricity around it and I don't know what it means. And that's the whole thing about Radio 8 Ball. We don't know what this means until... Months from now or years from now, maybe, who knows? 
certainly we won't know what it means for the people who are listening to this and personalizing this for their own story. So I don't know mm-hmm. if there's someone else out there named Sandman or if mm-hmm. one of that that kid is listening or someone who thinks he was right. Who knows what other people are going to make of it? We don't know. So it's just like this sense of something's there and I'm going to shout about it without knowing what it means, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Talk before I know what I'm think. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the then then at the other that the the other level, I think the sort of the higher level is there is some desire, even though I'm sort of putting my foot in it all the way through, to just do this in the service of something, of being a good friend, of being like being in service to this situation in a way that brings if not healing, then a, then inspiration and a sense of bigness and uh you know, not necessarily context, but uh, what am I looking for? What's the word when you when you can get far enough back on perspective? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a sense of perspective, of artistic perspective, of like mm-hmm. the great joke of the universe. Mm-hmm. When I can be in that, then it makes it a lot easier for me to accept the things in my life that are mm-hmm. annoying or feel completely unjust or out of my control. So yeah, so and then, but the idea is they all have to live in the same house. Mm-hmm. And this is what the song is about, is people trying to live mm-hmm. in a house mm-hmm. where they feel like they're conflicted, but they're conflicted within one place and one system, right? So, mm-hmm. like, they're still in it together. Mm-hmm. And this might be a theme that will emerge. I, I'm already thinking of how this could play out through the, whole, the rest of all of these episodes, that sense of being totally different but in the same place. And by being in the same place, you are in the same conversation, even if it feels like it's an argument, Mm. The fact that you're in a con- – and this is all an argument in a conversation that's happening inside my own head. Huh. So if I can align those, then, you know, then I can – then it's a happy house. Mm. Right? So that's what mm. I got out of it. Cool. What do you think? Cool. Yeah, cool. No, I like, I like that uh, – that, 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 um, yeah, that it's an it's engagement mm-hmm. even if it's uh, flustered flustered engagement that it's – yeah, that's kind of part of – Living inside one's own head or one's own home, um, right? Right. Even if you live alone, you're going to be <laughs> maybe having some arguments. <laughs> I can tell you, I do, and yeah. I do <laughs> right? all the time. <laughs> Get out of my head! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who am I talking to? <laughs> right. Well, right. Uh, that's a great a little a little put our little toe our little toe dip into some synchronicity cool. to uncork it and. Invite into this beautiful studio. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to be spending the next three days here. And the next, for those of you who are listening, the next eight days here with Caroline Keys on Radio 8 Ball. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show! <laughs> <laughs>